for me, ladies and gentlemen that, that are out there, you all don't necessarily know where the terminology major actually came from. In a time, once upon a time, when our community was really separated, um, the terminology major was put out there in order to keep us pretty much divided. We didn't have a lot of tournaments. And then when we started to grow in regards to, to if not state by state having tournaments, sections of the region having tournaments and having large tournaments excuse me um wasn't a big thing uh there was no really huge tournaments going on in alabama in south carolina north carolina tennessee uh on the regular until kit uh final round which is now that they haven't been able to uh to go because of the pandemic is 23 years old um we didn't have a very large tournament in florida until after final round as well um i know that you all have heard about tournaments like the fall classic tfc uh you have heard about tournaments like nec you've heard about tournaments like winter brawl and everything like that but there are also other tournaments that you all probably don't know anything about like uh ecc and whatnot uh i remember jet fee and them hosting their tournaments before they retired tournaments like season beatings and things of that nature um giving you all this history lesson i wanted y'all to better understand that the major term is actually sort of like close to the n-word in regards to separating and divide and dividing the community a lot of you all probably don't know but Final round as a tournament is actually older than EVO. It's also older than what EVO was before it turned, it changed his name into EVO. It was like yeah. SB4 or something. The oldest running tournament in the United States is final round. But did you all know that final round didn't actually be become labeled a quote unquote major until 2010? For those of us who are in this region, being here in the South and, and things of that nature, and those listeners out there who have heard of final round now or have at least attended, understand 2010 was only 11 years ago. My daughter is 11 on the dock i told you all that final round was 23 years old and if it despite the pandemic will be 25 years old so to have final round not get its so-called respect accolades flowers or whatever the case may be in for a tournament like say evo to get that or whatever you got to look at the things that people are throwing out there to say, oh, well, that's a, a, a major versus trying around not being a major. When we used to have this website called SherwinYouCan.com or SRK for short, we used to have that, we used to have Eight Way Run, and we used to have Tekken Zaibatsu. These were the major websites that you went to uh, for game information, for tournament information, 
uh, image mishmash, etc., etc. We also used to go to uh, Game Facts because we used to post the things that we were learning about Marvelous Capcom 2 and stuff like that. Uh, because you all have the luxury, you know what I'm saying, of getting on to YouTube and stuff like that and, and seeing somebody like me or Mike do tutorial videos or King J or Little Majin do tutorial videos and, and Main Man Sui as well. In our era, we didn't have that. Um, so we were helping each other out while also competing versus one another. Uh, game facts, you would see people like 50 more cents and myself being like the pioneers for Iron Man uh, uh, and putting out content for people to understand it, to better better learn the character or whatever. But anyway, on SRK, SRK was also uh, run and organized by the people associated with Evo, whether you all know this or not. Uh, SRK used to have what we call an Apex system. They had an APAC system and the APAC system consisted of if you were a tournament organizer, wherever in the United States, you would basically submit your information, your tournament and everything like that to the APAC system. And the APAC system uh, would accept your tournament and recognize you as a part of uh, uh, the seeding process for what was soon to be uh the evolution tournament evo and this is where the negativity started was because tournaments like final round that had been around for pretty much a decade prior to this apex system ever being created wasn't even allowed to be a part of the apex system so some of you all are like wait what you mean yes final round wasn't allowed to be a part of srk's apex system at first they were saying it was because of the numbers but final round always had large numbers because final round always had not just multiple games but final round was the tournament for this region people were coming here even when we were in the fucking garage people were coming from north carolina when final round was held in a garage people were coming from north carolina coming from the card gaming shops and stuff like that to play in this competition we went from that to going to a fucking parking wreck we went to a rec center at this rec center we had people come from this entire region and midwest players and srk still would not allow final round to be a part of the apex system they moved the bar they moved the bar if y'all ever been in straw straw man arguments or whatever you ever see people love to to move that post that goal post so they went from that to saying okay well it's because of the specific games that you all host we don't host those games they didn't honor games like street fighter alpha and the alpha series because to my understanding it's like three alpha games they also did not honor CVS 2 for a while. They did not honor Street Fighter Third Strike. I repeat, they did not honor Street Fighter Third Strike. So the people who are listening going to say, well, how is that possible, Iceman? Because one of the Evo's biggest moments, uh, what is it, number 72 or some shit like that, is <laughs> Daigo versus 30, Wong 37. Perry. Well, guess what? 
that was one of the videos that propelled Evo to becoming, you know what I'm saying, what it what it eventually became, this premier event, you know what I'm saying, that everybody wanted to be at and blah, blah, blah. And Evo did have international players come through to their events like and, Mad Dog Jin. Iceman, um, Iceman, you know who coined the, the Evo moment? Uh, I met that guy. His name is Tragic. He's the owner of uh, Dust Loop. He coined that Evo moment thing right there. That's That was his doing. I remember Dust Loop too. Um, yeah. But but the games that the community was supporting, Evo was not. And you could tag these people when you when you hear these names and stuff like that. You heard me mention that people like Jason Cole and Arturo Sanchez and them used to travel via Greyhound to come to events, not just like just not just final round, but events like final round. So who are these people? Who was this governing body saying that? final round wasn't a major event or a an event on the level of evo when anybody and everybody when we didn't have videos and stuff like that y'all don't even recognize the time when we used to have to make dvds we used to have to make dvds for our tournaments and then six months after the event they will finally go on sale and people will be able to watch them and be like, dang, I missed out on that. Before the DVD era, Final Round was the only tournament that I knew of that was doing VHS tape. Final Round 4, 5, and 6 were on VHS tape. And we used to go to Dorian's house and sit down and watch the top eights of the games that were at Final Round so we could better understand the level of competition, like what these guys are doing to get to that status, to get to that level, top eight of 171 people there and whatnot, and, and fill in our game accordingly. You know what I'm saying? It was people like Clint that was like, man, y'all ain't using the internet right. Zaibatsu right. Y'all ain't even paying attention to the Korean. And Jop was the only motherfucker in the nation american player that was playing tekken on their level and then the godfather gave us that information and we moved on but final round didn't get its respect final round wasn't considered a major despite the fact that final round was one of the few tournaments that was still supporting all of these games that everybody was loving and playing at some point in time evo finally got the picture Final Round has been hosting Third Strike. They've been hosting Super Turbo. They've been hosting fucking uh, uh, Alpha Series in addition to whatever new games are coming out or whatever. Maybe we need to scoop up these games because their numbers are ridiculous. Street Fighter 4. Street Fighter 4, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, uh, we we had uh, uh, one of the largest brackets in tournament history and when i say largest bracket we had a paper bracket i'm six feet tall we had a paper bracket that's longer and i don't know if he's still in the chat but it's longer than doggy sandwich doggy sandwich is you you can see this historic picture probably on our website the tkn house ent.com and if it's not there it's definitely on my youtube account and i will post it on twitter for you all to see with doggy sandwich shout out to my boy doggy um standing next to this paper bracket 
that went all the way down to the floor and beyond his leg. And Kaya and Isage and Larry and myself had to throw that out there. When people were saying final round, we had to execute this tournament. People were saying final round wasn't a major. I'll give you all another little tidbit. Evo was trying to expand Evo in different ways, right? And Evo had signed a contract with Toyota to have these like Evo invitational type tournaments where if you won over there and you got points and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? You would get seated to come over to Evo or whatnot. And what happened in the reason why final round has the date that it has today, because final round used to actually host its tournament the week of spring break for college. So if y'all know anything about ATL, we, we were right up there above and sometimes above, you know what I'm saying? Bike weekend, Daytona and stuff like that. We have freak meets. So yes, ladies and gentlemen, we used to have final round the week of freak meets. Word <laughs> for real, <laughs> man. The final round stories I can tell y'all. The dude, I, I was, I, I'm too young. For Somebody the stole her baby. I couldn't go to the freak meet. I couldn't go to that. We would talk about that. I could never go. <laughs> Atlanta was there. Freak, freak. Oh my goodness, it was uh, it was a wild time. It was a uh, crunk had just been been starting to get big too. It was it was a wild time. But yeah, no, Trey, you were right. The Road to Evo series, they positioned the tournament the week before final round. Mm-hmm. They positioned the week before final round, and Larry was gracious enough to then move his date because it became a conflict. It became final round versus Evo. It became final round trying to, even though this is not what was going on, but this is the perception of the people that final round was trying to prevent Evo from growing. And then on the other hand, the people who knew of final round and knew of, of final rounds lineage had attended final round, or at least heard so much about final round was saying, no, that's final rounds date. Evo should move what they move, uh, move whatever they had going on. And Evo stated that, well, this was contract that was signed with Toyota and whatnot, and they couldn't change it or whatever. And it, it got so bad that, that even the players spoke about it specifically justin wong because justin wong did not want to be torn between having to be a part of the evo series because justin wong was the best fucking player in the u.s on the planet in multiple games and he didn't want to be shortchanged in regards to not being able to be seated a part of evo but he also felt like well, why are we crapping on final round? Final round is a beloved tournament. I go there every fucking year and I love it there. The competition is stiff there, even though he's the best and he's beating people in Marvel. He's beating people in Garo, Mark of the Wolves. He's beating people in, in Third Strike, et cetera, et cetera. He's like, that's like home to me. So it took Justin Wong to have to say something like that to get people to really sit down and have a conversation and say, how can we work this out? And at, at some point, Larry was gracious enough to move his date to what it is or to the month that it is now, okay? Um, so Evo could have that series. Now, what pissed me off about Larry doing that is Evo never had the series again. 
and Larry never moved the date back to what it originally was. And we also lost Freaknik pretty much. Uh, 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 yeah, we lost uh, uh, Freaknik totally within that two-year window of that transpiring. But Fuck, man, I ain't lived long enough. <laughs> Bro, I'm selling. I feel like I was born in the wrong era. I never got a chance. So, and not only that, Trader, don't forget, because that was around the time that we moved out of the Holiday Inn, if I'm yep. not mistaken. So, yep. and this is where we, this is where, you know, the issue, the other issue came up is that not only was the date changed, but we had to lock in with this venue on a multi-year deal. Yep. And then at times in order to make this, these work financially, we had to extend the multi-year deals. You know, like, hey, we'll be, we'll, we'll come back here for the next two years, even though we're supposed to come back for the next year, you work out this price point for us. You know, like, if people don't understand how vital free registration is like number one you pay you pay half you pay half y'all you pay half so when we start talking of you know we're not going to bring up the tos how much they make but you know just you, pay, you spend half that venue fee we always talk about like oh you got to pay 70 dollars. You, you spend half two weeks before the event if you can't make it you get a full refund not a big deal but that 35 dollars that you sent that allows the promote the promoter to go then, or the TO or whoever, whatever you want to call it first, you can then go to the hotel. You can be like, look, I have this many people. I need to get this many hotel rooms. And then that will lower prices and other things. And then there are dates where the deposit has to be made, where a certain amount has to come up. So the more people that are pre-registered, the more that can be done, the more that these bills can be paid up and we can have everything that we need. So that's something that Larry had to appease when he moved that date. He had to be able to find something also financially that people could afford. So when people chime in, especially other organizers, so you all heard the teaser in the beginning when I have, other, and I don't want to say other organizers, but uh, uh, venue operators or whatnot, because I think that people who run, who own and operate venues are different than tournament organizers. And this is not just because I am grassroots as a competitor and a tournament organizer. There's a difference in between it. There's a difference between your approach and, and for those who are listening, who are venue operators, there's a difference between your approach towards the community and my approach. And what I do as a tournament organizer, what I'm doing for the community, you have a store that you have whatever consoles, TVs, whatever it is, and stuff like that. And you're opening a service to anybody that's gonna come in that's gonna help pay the bills. While we as tournament organizers have had to actually vet people to be a part of staffs and to come in the door. We've all heard some of the most negative things that have transpired in multiple communities. Uh, shout out to uh, True 404. Uh, uh, who kind of kind of talked about this and, and Boss Juice, who was in discussion with people in regards to toxicities in different communities. There's toxic, there's issues in every gaming community. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's sports, whether it's it's, it's uh, Dota, blah blah blah. It's and and in the FGC, we don't have overall governing bodies, a council of people to sit down and go over these things. So when you have these tournaments and these people were putting out the term major, that was one of the ways to divide us, to separate us, wherein 
this tournament will be able to say, or oh, I had blah, 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 people come through here and everything like that in order to discredit that other tournament. All the years that I played and and I didn't talk about uh, uh, Big East tournaments in, in Philly and stuff like that when I'm naturally from Philly and I moved from Philly to Chester and came down here or whatever. Um, I didn't knock them either. I never knocked Final Round when I didn't know or 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 in comparison to Final Rounds, Evo. I've been to Evo once. I didn't even shit on Evo. But when I went to these different tournaments and I would tell people about Final Round, like, hey, man, y'all need to come through. If you play this particular game, blah, 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 man, it's plenty of people in, in Atlanta and then in Bama, in, in, in North Carolina, et cetera, that go to this tournament, you need to come through. I remember... It wasn't until Larry went to Evo to celebrate uh, 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 his, his anniversary, his, his uh, marriage anniversary, and he ended up stopping through Evo that a lot of the West Coast players were saying they knew nothing about Final Round. They didn't know that Final Round as a tournament existed. And many people were kind of outraged. I, I knew about Final Round before I knew about Evo. That's that's crazy. So and and that's what I, I mean. So so we thought that was poppycock. We thought that was bullshit. We thought you know what I'm saying. How do you not know about it, especially for very specific games like Tekken, etc. Because if y'all ever remember the channel G4, uh, uh, there was a controversy in regards to Soul Calibur, where Rob the Destroyer, Robert Combs, known to us RTD, and Mick, rest in peace, Mick Yarbrough, won Soul Calibur, and they were best friends, but people argue that they didn't play out their That was Evo 2004, match. Evo 2005. It was like mid-2000s Evo when that happened, because after that happened, that was when they didn't pick their main during Grand Finals because they had literally played in almost every Grand Finals like for the last year, year and a half together. Or mm -hmm. however long, you know, had they been playing Soul Calibur 2 at the time. They always played each other in the finals. They were both sitting there. They're like, hey, yet another one. What do you want to do with this? Do you want to play the matchup that we play all the time? Because they're, they're friends too. They play often. You know, even though Nick was, you know, rest in peace, was in Tennessee, Rob was in Atlanta, they still found ways to, like, get up and play. And so, like, so they, they, they kind of looked at each other and said, okay, you know, who do you want to play? And they picked, they picked their alts, and they have tried to have fun and enjoy themselves. They were laughing, having a grand old time. They were getting booed because they weren't bringing the good stuff. And then that was after that, that's when the no collusion rule started flying around. Mm-hmm. That's what caused that. That was the genesis of no match fixing, because that was free, that was determined to be match fixing. I guess there's an argument for it that it was, but you know that's that's where we have a lot of these things we go through today. Like people don't seem to understand. Like, yo, there's a reason why we have like different rules and customs. It's kind of like it's very much like history. Like people found out, like, oh, if you eat that berry, you die. Don't eat that berry. Yes. I personally feel that origin stories matter for you all to understand where we are today, understand a bit of how we got here, 
And then also so we can make a better plan for the future to make it where we don't have to continue to go through this and, and the people that we're building for in the future don't ever have to go through this. Going back to the majors and that being an issue, that put a black eye on the Southern area of the fighting game community also because Evo was trying to gain stride as the number one tournament, period. Evo wanted the status of being the upper echelon because Evo saw esports. Evo saw the big dollars that were soon to be coming when Halo came around with CSGO, etc. And believe it or not, much as people love to throw salt on his name in, in, in a very negative way, Triforce was like the Dame Dash of the fighting game community. He was ahead of the game. He knew so much about the direction that the community was going to end up going in with lack of togetherness and stuff like and not only him james fink as well shouts out to james and the obs show which is part of the reason why you know what i'm saying mike and i do these podcasts yeah i uh, saw triforce on the on the uh little no frills podcast he was on there talking about all the history too triforce yeah. is a pioneer in our community both positive and negative take it for what y'all want you know what i'm saying mk, MK james and triforce like they get a lot they get a lot more flack than they probably deserve like that there's a lot of wisdom in a lot of the things that they brought forth i mean like the the legendary rant that triforce went on i mean like it's he was right you know triforce was right no that what what else can you say about that thousand percent right and and the direction that the community has gone on has caused even more division um i do have mike i'm not sure if uh you had the screenshot that that uh that uh the the venue operator had given um or whatnot but i was i want to read some of the things that he stated because we went over some of these things um so far or whatnot but i wanted to give you all a little bit of backstory on why for me the terminology major is more like it's close to the n-word for me when i say community we are really far away from what community used to be for 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 when i was brought in when i came up i call guys like josh aka isage and them brothers not because we talk every damn day and stuff like that because we break money together every day and, and whatnot we know the struggles of when i used to go to aiken and anderson south carolina and go up to north carolina to support not even not even being good enough but to go and support something small because i see the vision that he and other tournament organizers like eric and them have to grow and how hard that is how hard that was for them to get to where they are today and then to have somebody shit on all their body of work because, oh, well, I got sponsorship from blah, blah, blah entity. And they gave us two or $3,000 or whatever. So that makes my tournament better than yours. It ain't even, you just threw away skill. You just threw away, you know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 
amount of people or whatever you threw money at something that said this makes it the best because well we had a x amount of a uh, uh, pot and you got a shit ton of pot fillers like mike said need be the best player person that comes to a 2000 man tournament and body all of them motherfuckers but we're still going to call it a major because 2000 fucking people there you know what i'm saying